0: The volume. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco, Alex Monaco on the ones and twos with you on Amp. On Volume Sports YouTube channel, wherever you get your pods. My guy, Paul, in the background, I got to be honest, producer, Parlay Paul, Triple P, sounds good to me, Triple P, in the background, navigating the Moneyline Monaco ship. And this is a fun episode. We're talking real quick, little Monaco monologue out the top. I got to get a quick Schwitzfest out on Dame. We're going to preview top five rookie NFL bets. We are in just a sleep or three July. It's time to talk some football. We're gonna wrap with July 4th activities, Set some spreads on what I think the general consensus is for what July 4th should be done one through five in terms of fun. and it was my birthday over the weekend. I'm getting on my birthday wishes for the year for 33. All right. Let's get into the show. Damian Lillard, let me just sit here and give a more than necessary speech because what I'm seeing right now after this quote unquote meeting with the GM for the Blazers, Joe Cronin is Damian Lillard has turned in to the TV show Seinfeld. And if you're too young to know what that show was about, it was summed up by Larry David and Jerry in one word, nothing. Nothing. Let me give you another reference. Have you seen Wedding Crashers? Am I interested? I'm not that interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. Do I want to be interested? But she's not interested. So all of a sudden, I'm starting to get interested. Damien, make your mind up. Lillard. Ain't nobody going to care for a cup of coffee if you stay in Portland. 11 years ago, today, you were drafted by a team that has done nothing but play it safe. Play not to win a championship. Give me a reason to stay in. In the PNW, aside from the human element, there is none. The Heat, Slickback, Terry Benedict, Pat Riley, patiently waiting for, as we hear Wendy saying, a Damian Lillard decision. Damian, stay in Portland and do absolutely nothing? Or go outside of your comfort zone where greatness is. You think the guy who wants the girl doesn't have butterflies? You think the dream job isn't scary on the other side? Go to a place where you're uncomfortable and you will be rewarded. That is Miami. I don't want to hear about Milwaukee. I don't want to hear about Philly. It's a perfect match. Dame's desire to be great and the Heat culture. Get it done! Go get on an Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca trip if you have to, my guy. That's all I got to say. All right, let's get in to five picks in five minutes. We are a long-winded lad just like this Jewish-Italian fro that goes off the screen half the time here on the pod. I'm going to say I'll pick a minute to the best of my ability of a couple of rookies starting out with the quarterbacks and, and I'm going to let you know, look, we've done some line shopping where I'm at, and I, I'm very optimistic on a lot of these quarterbacks and studs in the first round that came out. Let's get it going. We're starting now with Bryce Young over 20 and a half passing touchdowns on FanDuel, properly priced. Matter of fact, you can get a better number there than at another place called DK. This is what we do. We find the lines to make a a proper purchase. And have we seen this man? First of all, I'm an under six foot man rooting for anybody who's an under six foot man in professional sports, let alone at the quarterback position. A five foot 10 lad. We know about his Heisman. We know about, yes, he does have a ring with Mac. 65% 65% career completion percentage, 80 tugs, 12 mistakes, takes excellent care of the football. That 47 tug, seven interception, SEC year, two years back, cannot be understated. Collins said it time and time again. You play in the SEC and you win? That is the best Costco sample you're going to get for the NFL preview of success. And did we hear what Steve Smith said? about Bryce Young said he compared him to Drew Brees in terms of shoulders and anticipation we're going to bring it back to him in a sec but 20 and a half over has to be a absolute slam all right next up we might be schvitzing by the third one on this CJ Stroud big 10 with it in H-Town with D'Amico over 3,175 and a half passing yards. That is also on FanDuel. Here's the thing. CJ Stroud is getting, I think, what Ohio State quarterbacks have gotten time and time again when they come in the league, which is really downplayed and a bad rap. There hasn't been a ton of OSU quarterbacks that have truly sprouted at the level we thought they would. I'll spare you the names. But This is a Texans team completely rebuilding with a guy that had just under 70% completion percentage in his career, and I will not snub at Big 10-D. This is a guy with Bobby Woods, Dalton Schultz. Bobby Woods had over 1,000 yards in two of his last three years win healthy in L.A. This is a capable number. Do the math. Divide that by 17 if he starts all the games. 186, that is not a ridiculous number to hit. CJ over, thirty-one seventy-five. Let's keep it moving. All right, there. Interestingly enough, are not a ton of Anthony Richardson props out there. So I'm going to go under on Colts six and a half team total wins. It was such a bad season in Peyton Manning land that it sent Matty Ryan to Del Boca Vista. One of the worst seasons I've ever seen in my entire. Three decade plus life in Indianapolis. Minus 138 in point differential, worst in the entire league. Gave up the most points in the AFC 427. Only the Broncos, the Lutz Rideless Broncos, scored less points. Three, two, and one, they started. Then they hired an ESPN analyst to come in and try and Pacino this thing to victory. They lost 10 out of 11 including seven in a row, all right? This is not Madden. This is grown men in a locker room playing football. You cannot play with a broadcaster, although a decorated center, yes. Spare me with a Jeff Saturday on a Sunday moving forward. This team inherits a coordinator out of the, out of the Eagles. They got a new quarterback in Richardson. You go t- touchdowns for interceptions with A. Rich in Florida. He didn't take great care of the ball. This is a athlete first. And a Marksman second. I think the Colts have an abysmal season. Best thing about them is Jonathan Taylor staying healthy. Under Scuba Steve. Under six and a half. All right. Next up, second to last. I got a rapid fire on this. I think it's a disrespectful line. Bijan, I'm a grown man, Robinson. Over eight and a half touchdowns. Minus 110 on DraftKings. Are we kidding me? Kid's a star. 6.3 yards per carry. In his three decorated seasons in Texas, shattering this, shattering that. He's got records there. We know about the history of running backs at this school. 33 tugs, averaging 11 in the year, on the year. It's a top three Falcons running attack from last year. They did absolutely nothing well in the entire sport, except for running the football. Cordero Patterson, they will not be having Marcus Mariota back, but... I think Ritter is that dual threat to some degree if you watch Cincinnati ball. 31st in pass offense, third in rush offense. This is a guy that's going to feast inside the five. Derrick Henry-esque as far as he gets stronger the later the game goes. Slam it, baby! Over eight and a half. And last but not least, this is not easy for me to do because I love the upside of Jackson Smith and the Jigba in Seattle. But I'm looking at NFL rookie wide receivers to lead the league in receiving yards. I got to look to my guy, Paul's Vikings, Jordan Addison, to be able to sit here at plus two fifty on DraftKings to lead the league. It has to be considered. Kirk Cousins, Kirk non prime time voluntarily tucks in his shirt on a Saturday. Cousins, believe it or not, has thrown for over forty two hundred the last three seasons. He's gone. Top nine in passing touchdowns in the last three seasons. Addison had a hundred reception season as a USC Trojan two years back, just under 1600 yards. Here's the thing that he has on his side that nobody else has. Justin Jefferson, the man is going to draw doubles. Sometimes even three men on a defense defense. Thielen is gone. This is going to be a Kevin Kiley fat Kevin O'Connell, excuse me, high-paced, fast offense. We saw how bad that defense was last year. The offense was borderline prolific at times. You got to take it. This is a absolute must-fire. It is chalk because he is the favorite. It's still paying plus two fifty, baby. Five picks in, hopefully five minutes there. Let's circle back though. <clears throat> As I clear my throat, the Carolina Panthers at seven and a half wins here on FanDuel, wherever you shop, typically it's seven and a half across the board. And again, I encourage you to line shop. Quick note on that huge discrepancy on a few books here between Bryce Young's passing touchdowns, CJ's passing yards. Do the extra research. Some books are sleeping. On a July on a July Tuesday, Wednesday, upcoming here. Take advantage. All right. So Panthers under seven and a half. I want to set the table with this. The last number one overall quarterback to win more than seven games to stump the schwab here. Andrew Luck. Think about that for a second. Andrew Luck. That includes Joe Burrow, did not get eight wins. Kyler Murray. Did not get eight wins. Progressive Baker Mayfield Insurance certainly did not get eight wins. Jared Goff, Jameis Winston. Five examples of quarterbacks that, in my opinion, potentially had a better setup than what Bryce Young has here. He's got turnover. He's got a new coach. He's got new assets. Thielen hasn't been there. Hayden Hurst hasn't been there. Miles Sanders hasn't been there. How's that all going to factor in? They were 20th in points last season. They were 19th in defensive points allowed. It's not like their defense is going to sit here helping the offense like some Aaron Rodgers new situation where you got a top 4D you're inheriting. This is a turnover year, a reset year. This is a team that was the worst in the entire league in time of possession. Again, I'm rooting for the under 6-foot man. I'm 5'10 with piano posture. Bryce and I are right there. You're inheriting a team that was 28th in pass offense. What are we doing? So I do think he's going to be special. I do think he's going to stay in this league as a starter for this club. It's going to be trial and error. So although I'm high on 21 tugs, that's one point something per game. That's not a ridiculous number. Eight wins that's a little more than re, uh, less realistic to say the least. So I'm a little down on the Panthers, even though they did have a seven and 10 season. I just think it's a, it's, it's two steps back or two steps forward to take a step back. Whatever they say this season, I got, I got to do it. So that's the under for the Panthers. For me, I don't think I'm wavering despite how high I am on Bryce Young, but there is room in that division to cook because outside of the Saints, you got a new quarterback in every slot and Baker ain't doing anything with the worst running offense in the Tampa Bay league. All right, back to CJ and the Texans. I feel a little bit more high on them because they're in the worst division in football far and away. This division is disgusting. I mean, I might rather read for pleasure than watch two times of AFC South teams playing against each other. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is still getting another chance before Will Levis takes his spot. The Texans didn't win a game at home last season. They didn't win a game at home. Oh, seven and one All three of their wins were in the division. In the division. Only the Broncos scored less. So again, D'Amico comes in. Culture shifter. It's going to be a trial and error. sit these this is a team with absolutely no identity, a little bit of a no Costanza reason for getting up in the morning prior to this season. They finally have at least hope, at least direction. And I do like a lot the acquisitions of Schultz and Woods. I do think that's going to add stability. Quite frankly, I think it's going to add to my argument of CJ over, but at the end of the day. You have a completely new offense again, a new quarterback. It, it, it's back to the same quote I said. The last dude was Andy. Andy Luck to get over seven. It, it's it's scuba Steve under six and a half for the Texans. If they get six wins, that is a win as far as I'm concerned for this franchise. I'm on the under. All right. That is all I had to say pretty much here. About those teams. Paul, I think we're on to uh the back nine of the show, my friend. How are we feeling?
1: That's right, that's right. And uh, happy birthday, Marco. <laughs> happy
0: birthday. <We> <laughs> thank, you, thank you. That. We're two we're two sleeps out, but you know, we'll do the birthday birthday uh birthday week thing here on the tail end. We got thirty-three is trending right now, so I figure we talk something out here.
1: That's right. That's so so what are you calling this? Are you calling this a Kareem year, bird year, Scotty Pippen? <laughs> a lot of good <laughs> players there.
0: There's so many options. Even Patrick Ewing, our guy here in the in the New York backyard, a lot of options. Bird, um, look, Southern California kid. I threw a lot of crumpled up papers in grade school into the trash can with the sky hook. I'm a Laker <laughs> diehard. I gotta go with my guy Kareem. I have terrible eyesight. I can relate with the goggles. There's a lot of continuity there with him and I. Look, five ten. 610, 611. Look, I got to go with my guy, Kareem, baby. But 33's trending here, definitely this week, thanks to Rodman.
1: I'd probably go Bird. Maybe that's East Coast, West Coast between me and you right there. But what, what do you think of that Rodman Bird, those comments?
0: You know, I can't tell. Dennis, Dennis is a menace. I don't know when he's trying to make headlines. You know, I, I'm sure he sees Scotty talking outlandish, getting all kinds of clickbait. And maybe he's saying, you know what, maybe just let me say something about Larry. But I mean, just staying on that for a second. To call Larry Bird a European FIBA player in this really SoCal soft 2023 skinny jeans era, do we remember what this dude used to tables, ladders, and chairs do in the paint? Talk about the opposite of what Rodman is saying. The guy's better. The guy's gonna get less contested threes not hand-checked, which Reggie Miller talks about a ton, changes everything. hand check is poking your stomach when you shoot. Can't do that anymore. The guy, Paul, would absolutely scorch defenses. Am I seeing that incorrectly, or is Rodman just trying to get talked about?
1: Oh, no. I think it's nuts when people talk about Jordan, Bird, Magic, all these guys, that they would come in today and not be able to play at the same level. Um, Speaking of your birthday, though, by the way, Yeah, Yeah, I heard that I heard there's a rumor that you had some birthday wishes and apparently some of them crumbled within what minutes of you making the wish.
0: I had a wish for Chris Paul to go to the Lakers because it should have happened almost a decade ago, LeBron and his banana boat relationship with Christopher. I wake up, I say the wish and I actually was going (laughs) on the better half hour MSG show with it. My producer turns a different color laughing. and goes, hey, man, breaking news. I'm about to go on set. Chris Paul of the Warriors, my stomach drops like I'm on a Six Flags roller coaster. I'm sick. So then my birthday wish was, I hoped it was a State Farm nightmare. I literally was sitting here saying there's no way that the rivalry, if you want to call it, of, of CP and Curry was going to come together on a kumbaya moment <laughs> while we got Polinka eating bolognese in Italy and LeBron patting Rihanna's belly at Paris Fashion Week. Again, I'm seething. The Lakers are again going to slip into mediocrity. We get a Mickey Mouse championship and nothing more for a oh, Lakers-LeBron oh, yeah.
1: The birthday's <laughs> ruined, dude.
0: Chris Paul to the Warriors. I'm sick.
1: I'm Birthday sick, ruined dude. in hours. Only a few yeah, hours. Of, of in hours. hours.
0: But I will say real quick as a San Diego kid, the other wish was for Ron Burgundy to go into the Padres' locker room and give a Pacino any given Sunday speech. Because for me, who in third grade watched my teacher have tickets to the Game 5 Yankees-Padres World Series, and thanks to Scott Brocious, as you know, as you know there was no Game 5. This is the last time they spent money. Now they're spending money like it's a two-for-one spring cleaning. And you got Machado, Tatis, Soto, Bogarts, etc., and you can't put the ball in play, you're fourth in the NL West, if you visit San Diego and you're listening to this, do not go to Petco Park and reward this team. Grab yourself a Cali burrito. go say hi to Ron, hit the La Jolla beaches, and spare yourself the Padres. Apparently, the baseball gods will not allow great weather great Mexican food and a winning sports team in San Diego we just can't have it all Paul
1: yeah just you, you awesome. want it I was gonna say you just want it all but I'm gonna walk you off the ledge here because if we go baseball between the Padres Mets Yankees it's this could turn into a uh, three hour half instead of a 30 minute one
0: I'm I'm telling you you're a Yankee I grew up with a New York Long Island dad who picked the Mets I've suffered my entire adult and adolescent life I've experienced zero World Series. And I don't know what's more frustrating. The Mets starting pitching, the Padres offense, or the Yankees when 99 is not trotting out on the field. I mean, you tell me, Paul, it is a, it is a fits fest right
1: now. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. But you know what? The Mets, they should expect this. They should, it is the
0: Mets. It is the Mets.
1: All right. So you want to do these Fourth of July lines right here?
0: Yeah. So you want to, you want to tee us up here on uh, what I'm, what I'm doing with this this fun little wrap it up segment with the Fourth of July activities?
1: Yeah, and I like this for engagement here too. If you, if people want to <laughs> comment on what their favorite Fourth of July activities are, basically Please. what's going to be is if you were to go up and ask a random person what their favorite part of the Fourth of July is, what would their answer be? I'm going to give you, Monica, I'm going to give you five activities here or five okay. parts of the Fourth of July, and you tell me what you think the line would be on that okay. being someone's favorite part of the Fourth. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. How about the hot dog eating contest? Joey Chestnut.
0: Ooh, now watching the hot dog eating contest, or you yourself dancing in one with maybe whatever backyard Ooh. you're in.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say watching it, like hearing about okay. it, seeing Chestnut break the record. Unless okay. I don't know, do you do you participate in hot dog eating contests on the fourth?
0: I, I no, my my bot is past its prime. Um <laughs> we uh we we got a, a stomach that has seen its best days. There's no more you, me, and Dupree eating whatever I want out of the kitchen. So no hot dog eating contest for me. But I'll I'll take that in. Do you want me to give a line on that now? You want me to you want me to yeah take yeah yeah all five? Give, give
1: the line now. I'll read them back to you.
0: Hot dog eating contest. I don't see based off what you're gonna throw me next. I don't see that as as a one seed. I, I think it's a little niche, if you will. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that uh the hot dog a dog um. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go plus, I'm going to go plus 280 on a hot dog. I think, I think that's a, that's a long shot. I really do. I enjoy it. But at this point, I I mean, Joey's just running away with you're, you're watching the NBA during the Warriors and the Cavs. There's no parody. I mean, it's just, we know what it
1: is. It's, it's
0: It's Otani to win the AL MVP. It's a lot.
1: It has its audience, but yeah, it's definitely a dog. No pun, All right. How about barbecues? Fourth of July barbecues. Ooh,
0: that's a good one. That's a fun one. You know, if you're a grill master, you're in charge of cooking. That's that's up there. I don't know if it, some people may look at it as obligatory. Depends on how Italian you are or you're not. I don't know. I mean, 50 percent. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to say
0: I like barbecuing. I still feel like I know I know you're gonna throw something fun at me. So I I I, as far as the most fun, I'll go barbecue. I'll go plus one seventy five. I'm gonna go barbecue and plus one seventy five. I think that's I think that's properly priced. I think it's everyone
1: likes a good barbecue. Everyone likes a good
0: barbecue, of course. Uh, But you know, it it, if you're on the barbecue, it's got to be a little bit little little bit of plus money.
1: I, I think this one's going to get a a good number. All right, let's it. Fireworks,
0: fireworks. Now a big is one. this That's is a big this one. in the Northeast here, Paul? Fact or fiction? You can go to Pennsylvania. I just learned this week and and purchase your own fireworks. Is that what it is?
1: You can. In fact, they in New Jersey there might even be they might even be legal here. I'm not sure.
0: I mean, this is. I know.
1: I, I know. I've I've done them either way. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I in San Diego, you know, with Mexico right there, same same luxury. Go down, hop hop across, ha- have yourself a party, cruise back. I mean, look, this has got to be laying juice. I mean, who doesn't love fireworks? Who doesn't love taking them in? People plan their whole July Fourth around a location to see fireworks. It, it's got to be. I I think, I, I think I'm gonna go minus one eighty here. I, I I think this might be I, I don't know what you're gonna throw at me next. I think fireworks at minus one eighty. Again, I, I just I know my July force in San Diego many a times, Mission Bay, Pacific Beach, anywhere by the water to enjoy. We had SeaWorld um known for our best fireworks. So I'm gonna go minus one eighty there. Hopefully that's if I asked you like, to draw
1: the fourth of July, you're drawing an American flag with fireworks behind it. So I think that's a good number, right?
0: There. All right. I appreciate it. Appreciate all right. it.
1: another one now. If I remember, it's your favorite part of Fourth of July—having the day off work.
0: Oh wow, that's
1: a sneaky one. That's a that's a sneaky
0: sneaky one one for a hardworking American. A three-day weekend in the summer. Oh baby, that is good weather. Get great weather. Look, I think that's absolutely laying juice. Is it better than fireworks? Look, this is going to be if we're at minus one eighty for fireworks. I'm gonna go long weekend. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go minus one forty. I'm gonna go minus one forty. I, I think I think people are back and forth on, you know, if you could watch the best fireworks show of the year far and away or get a day off, I think we're talking about a coin flip, Paul. I think we're talking about a coin flip.
1: No, I like that. I don't think it takes over fireworks, but definitely Got to be a minus number there. All right, all right, you got one more one. for me, right? And last I know one. you have an affinity to this one. Yard games. I'm talking cornhole, oh. horseshoes. We have a we have a competition in my town. Horseshoes, eight in the morning. I don't do very well, but gonna try again this year. Wiffle ball. I know you like that. How you feeling on yard games? You hit
0: me with my favorite one last, <laughs> dude. I mean, again. I'm a childlike enthusiasm guy trying to get on my Benjamin Button here. I mean, that to me is my favorite activity. But now I'm trying to sit here and and put myself in the general public shoes here. So this is what I think most people would choose. Correct? Yes. Man, I I I, I just don't see people choosing. I look. I grew up with the Sandlot. I I, I live for Wiffle. Cornhole's a blast. I mean, I when I think July 4th, I do. I think a barbecue and yard games. And at the end of the day, it, it's capped off of fireworks. But I don't know that everyone enjoys playing that many games. I think it's more about chilling, leaning towards that long weekend and those relaxing fireworks, enjoying a show rather than putting on a show. But again, I live for seven people watching me play intramural sports. So I'm going to be about the community. I'll put yard games. I'm going to put yard games at at even money. I'm going to put yard games at even money and call it plus 100. We can go EV with it. I I think hot dogs, the true dog barbecue second yard games right there in the middle could go either way. Long weekend. Second fireworks. Third. I think that's, uh, or fireworks, the favorite. I think that's, that's,
1: that's the pick baby. I'm looking at your lines here. I think I'm probably, I'll do a little sprinkle on the plus 280 hot dog hot dog eating contest. Cause I do think wow. that a couple of people every now and then might say that. I think you're more likely. No, to look, I look,
0: there's the people yeah. that watch the hot dog eating contest are going to, are going to chirp me for plus two eight. I mean, it's, it's, it is sort of disrespectful because it is starting your day. With that. I mean, again, staple morning choice is the hot dog eating contest. It's before your whole day starts and your cooler gets packed. So you're telling me you're taking almost three to one. You think
1: you think a the general sprinkle, pop little spring, but but I have to say, I'm probably taking my volume paycheck and throwing all of that on fireworks. I think minus 180. I don't care. You said producer, parlay Paul. My friends call me public Paul. I I, I love the public bets here. I'd go fireworks. but I like those lines. I thought you did a nice job.
0: All right, I appreciate it. That was that was a great choice. Triple P on the on the on the official volume sports paycheck on fireworks. Let's see if it pays out. We'll see. We get a little little volume community letting us know where we're at. Fun one. Appreciate Paul and the ones and twos, everyone on Amp listening to me. Just to rehash real quick. I'm very high on. Both CJ Stroud over passing yards and Bryce over 20 and a half passing touchdowns in Carolina and Houston, respectively. I just don't think both these teams are going to hit their over seven and a half and six and a half. I think a rich has got a heck of a mountain to climb. I think if they play, if they play ground and pound time of possession in Indy and win the turnover battle and lean on Shaq and a couple of those stable defensive pieces, maybe they get seven wins. You heard me say their numbers from last year. They got a lot to rewrite. Love Addison with Kirk. That's a shout out to my guy, Paul. And of course, Bijan. I just think he's going to be a fantasy sleeper. I I really believe as good as Cordero is, they can use him in a number of pieces and it's going to be Bijan's backfield by week six. So that's where I'm at. Appreciate everyone listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Volume Moneyline Monica wherever you get your mugs. <laughs> and we will as always hug our mothers and see you next time.
1: The volume.